Today on CityCast Philly. All summer long, we've talked about music festivals, free events, and places to eat in the city. And today, we're adding dance to the list. I'm chatting with Charles Tyson Jr., CityCast Philly's arts and culture contributor, about some of the must-see dance performances taking stage in the city this summer. It's Wednesday, July 12th. I'm Trinae Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Charles, welcome back to the show. Hey, Trinae. Good to be back. Charles, you've got 30 years experience as a dancer, choreographer. You started your own dance company and performed around the city. And you host the podcast, Philadelphia Dance Talk Radio. So I've got to ask you, what are your recommendations for the can't-miss dance shows to watch this summer? There is some cool stuff happening this summer, especially this month. The big highlight for me is the Ballet Acts Summer Series. It's starting today and it runs through the 23rd at the Wilma Theater. They are having a new commissioned world premiere by choreographer Niccolo Fonte, which is called Sid, A Hero's Journey. And it's inspired by the classic Herman Hess novel, Siddhartha. And it's going to be their first evening length work since the pandemic. Okay, so they're coming back after a couple of years now. Yeah, I mean, they've done like smaller works, but this is the first time they've been able to like, you know, go big. Mm-hmm. And uh, the piece is based on Siddhartha, which is, you know, it's a it's an everyman story. It's about a young man who's trying to find, you know, his purpose in life. And throughout the book, he comes across all these individuals that give him insight into who he is and where he's going. And so that translates pretty nicely into a full-length ballet. And uh, I sat down with artistic director Christine Cox and Niccolo Fonte, the choreographer of this work, to talk about what we're going to see and be treated to this summer. And he talked about what he wants the audience to come away with. There were many, many visual elements in the book that I thought that I could bring to life in a ballet and make the characters, interesting characters, to care about. And one of the objectives that I really wanted to accomplish with this work is, you know, for the audience to really fall in love with the character of Sid. Like, fall in love with him and root for him. Like, want him to succeed. I like that theme. I think that also, like, pairs with, you know, Philly identity. So, right, um, yeah. rooting for, for the, um, the underdog. I like that. Exactly. Now, Charles, Valley X started back in 2005, so they're celebrating 18 years in the city. Can you tell us about their history and impact to the Philly performance world? Yes, I have really enjoyed seeing Valley X's journey. So... Ballet Act started in 2005. It's an offshoot. So a a bunch of members of the Pennsylvania Ballet, now the Philadelphia Ballet, they all left at the same time. I believe it was like their contract was up or whatever. And so they decided that they wanted to band together to create a company to make new work. So that was the new Frenic Ballet. And then New Frenic split and became 
two other companies, Miro Dance Theater and Ballet X. And Ballet X totally hit the ground running. So like I said, it started off as a, a bunch of former Pennsylvania ballet dancers, but it has grown and grown and grown to encompass other Philadelphia performers and now dancers from all over the country and even the world. They've become this world-class dance company. And they became the home dance company at the Wilma Theater, which makes me smile because the Wilma Theater is one of my favorite spaces uh, for creative expression in the city. You can make magic at the Wilma Theater and, oh. and Ballet X has always done that. I love that. And Charles, I have to mention that folks can come to see you and Ballet X tonight. Tell us what you'll be doing at Ballet X tonight. So for the opening night of each of the series, they have a pre-show Q&A talk chat with the artists. And I will be moderating. This will be the second time I've done it. I'll be sitting in, <laughs> right? I'll be talking with Niccolo and I'll be talking with the lighting and set designer, Michael Korsh, and the costume designer, Mark Eric. And we're going to talk about, you know, what went into creating this new work. We'll definitely have a link for that event in our show notes so y'all can see Charles tonight at Ballet X. So what other dance performances are you looking forward to this summer? So the summer is a good time for dance. And this month alone, there are some really cool things. For instance, um, and these are both at the end of the month, actually. So on July 29th, Megan Bridge, who is a prolific choreographer in the city, she's been moving and shaking, literally, literally. For, <laughs> for as long as I have, actually. She and her son, Tristan are going to be performing at the Philadelphia Museum of Art, a project called the Bach Cello Suites Project. So her son, who is 15, which blows me away because time just moves so quickly, he's going to be performing some Bach Cello Suites on the cello live, and she's going to be doing her unique brand of improvisational performance. And I know for a fact that it's going to be something that you don't want to miss. It's free to the public. Ooh, and <laughs> um, right. So you ju just make sure that you get there early because seating is limited. So that's July 29th at the Art Museum uh, at 1.30. Also on the 29th, did you know that July 29th is National Dance Day? Oh, I didn't know that. I love that. Right. I always talk about national days <laughs> on the show. <laughs> but I love that. July 29th. National Dance Day. And so the Philadelphia chapter, as it were, is going to be having a full day of workshops and performances and classes free and open to the public. So at uh, 21st and Chestnut, in front of the Greenfield School is going to be all kinds of, of free dance workshops from everywhere from ballet and jazz and hip hop to striptease and burlesque. Ooh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all going to culminate 
in a uh, performance showcase at Plays and Players at 17th and Delancey. So you get to learn a little bit and then see some stuff. And I think that's very cool to be able to see both sides, you know, get the classroom experience and then get the performance experience. Now, last but not least, Charles, are you ready for this? The queen will be taking stage tonight. Not only is this queen a dancer, but she's also a performer. We're talking about Beyonce. She's bringing her Renaissance world tour to the city tonight. Charles, are you going? No, because I have to pay my mortgage. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I I am so glad that the show is finally happening because everyone was like, is she going to tour? When is she going to tour? Is this, and apparently uh, Pittsburgh, sorry, Pittsburgh, they're not going to be able to see Beyonce. So sorry about um, it. they had to remove that show off the list. But oh, wow. she's coming to Philly tonight. I know the Beehive is buzzing. So, yeah, for anyone who is going to Wells Fargo tonight, have a great time. You know what I love about the Renaissance tour? Because of the fact that the album is so interwoven with classic house, she brought all the the ballroom legends on tour with her. And Charles, remind folks what ballroom is. Ballroom, oh God, how do you even? Um, it is a culture, a subculture. It's become mainstream. It started in Harlem with the black and brown queer folks who needed a place to express themselves in a safe space amongst their peers, um, to be able to show off their talents in what was called a ball, which was basically a competition uh, composed of different categories, um, including, you know, runway and high fashion and voguing, which was my favorite component, which is, you know, very posing and athletic and and gymnastic. And voguing has become very mainstream. And you will see some of the best voguers ever on the planet right now on tour with Beyonce. It's amazing. That's awesome. All right, that was Charles Tyson Jr., CityCast Philly's art and culture contributor. Charles, thank you so much for all these recommendations. Oh, thank you. It's always a pleasure. And here's what else Philly's talking about. The First Bank of the United States is set to reopen as a museum, documenting the country's economic history. According to Philly Voice, the historic building located on 3rd Street in Old City had been closed for more than 50 years. But with a $22.2 million federal grant, it will reopen as a museum with educational exhibits about how the country traded, made money and the role slavery had on the nation's economic history. The work is expected to be completed by 2025. And... There is a battle brewing in the roller rink. According to WESA News, the Philly Roller Derby Juniors will be defending their national junior roller derby title against five other teams, including the Pittsburgh Derby Brats. That's this weekend in Rockville, Maryland. Good luck, y'all. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed this episode about the hottest dance shows happening in the city, 
Tell a friend so you both can go. Rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter too. It's called Hey Philly. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. I love that. Anything else on your list? No, that was it. <laughs> that was it? Okay. <laughs> okay. That's it. <what laughs> okay.